This episode of Brand Meat Creator Podcast is brought to you by Notch, the world's first Instagram insurance. Nowadays, even two-factor authentication isn't a true fail-safe. Notch covers the most critical components to keep your online business safe, not only providing additional security alerts and working to retrieve your account if you're hacked, but also protecting loss of income with an immediate payout each day you're hacked. You know we at Brand Meat Creator Podcast believe in treating your influence like a business, and this is the best way to protect that business. Head to the show notes to get a quote today. Welcome to Brand Meat Creator Podcast with me, Harley Jordan, and Sonia Elise. A place where we pull back the curtain and the trashy filters on the influencer marketing industry. So pull up a chair and grab a notebook. It's time to shed some light on the ever-changing Instaverse. As we go into the end of the year, Harley and I are hearing more and more about how burnt out people are. And I think this is probably a blanket statement for everyone, not just people who use social media as part of their career, but especially for people who use social media as their career. The end of the year is like so difficult because you're dealing with a million different holidays at once, lots of budget cuts. Lots of things you have to push through to the end. You're trying to recover from summer fatigue. And it's just really, really hard out there. <laughs> it's just really hard out there to keep going. It's hard out there. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I'm seeing this really collective burnout um, mm-hmm. across the board from people. And I, I think what's most, you know, unnerving to me is that it started so early. Mm. Everyone is just so over it and I feel like this started in maybe June mm-hmm. like that's not end of year burnout that's yeah Q, just, <laughs> Q3 just, and 4 yeah just general burnout general uh, I, burnout what do you think that's from well I think it's from a lot of different things but definitely from coming out of quarantine where there was a lot more time to create content and now you have Mm -hmm. less time to create content because there's a lot more that's happening in person whether that be you're going back into an office job or there's events or just general personal like you can travel now whatever else so the amount of time to create the content is no longer there like we had before and then additionally there's been so many changes across every platform TikTok has changed so much. Instagram has changed so much. Pinterest mm-hmm. has changed so much. Like everything is has evolved significantly in 2022. Um, and I think there's just fatigue on a, like how to keep up. It's evolving fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that part is underrated because the number of times that I have changed my like foundations pre-recorded pieces mm-hmm. of my mm-hmm. course is mm-hmm. stupid. Like foundations should be foundations. And I have gone back and had to modify like three times this year, three times within December to May. Everything is just moving really. Yeah. Everything is just moving really quickly. So we wanted to take this episode to talk about burnout and to talk about some of our suggestions of what has helped us personally or advice that we've gotten to help push through that fatigue and, you know, continue to keep a positive relationship with the space and not let yourself yeah Mm -hmm. not let yourself spiral out of control (laughs) too much because we've been seeing a lot of people in our community message us saying like I'm just not feeling it and that's a difficult place to be in especially if you are a full-time 
creator. It's a, it's a really difficult place to be in. Right. And I think there's kind of two, two blanket statements that we can put on it. And Mm -hmm. it's respect yourself, give yourself grace, take a break. And Mm -hmm. it's okay. Why aren't you expecting, why are you expecting success if you're not communicating with your community? And I think very often with female entrepreneurs, we do too much. (laughs) It's not about doing more. And it's actually more about doing less. And this has been a huge thing for me in the last six months or so, the Do Less Club. And Mm -hmm. I'm really trying to be a part of the Do Less Club. Like I've applied, but... Mm-hmm. They're processing the application. <laughs> yeah, she's not always the best at doing at doing less. And neither am I, honestly. I've been doing a lot better at it, but it is it's just like a tough place to be in. There's a lot of worry. You know what you said to me recently? You messaged me and you were like, you know what, I see this in you. I see mm-hmm. that you are um sidestepping processing trauma and processing the things that you're going through in real life mm-hmm. by just throwing yourself into work. Yes. And you said, you told me that you this. did the same thing with your divorce. I did. Yeah. And lots of people do that. And I think maybe that's even what's happening. Like people coming out of quarantine and like losing this period of their lives or that, you know, traumatic things have happened in the world events and in personal events for so many people over the last year. And an easy way to cope with that type of trauma, no matter how deep it is or how superficial it may seem, is to throw yourself into work. And then Mm -hmm. when you are hitting that burnout is when you have to then face what you were actually trying to cover up, which is what it's a tough pill to swallow for sure. I did that for, I think, at least two years at the beginning of my business, if not longer. I was like, no, I'm fine. I'll just work more. So... (laughs) Yep. What was the what was the big mindset shift for you? Because I think that's where we need to go mm-hmm. first. Like first yeah. and foremost, this is a mindset issue. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think the first mini step I had in terms of mindset was going to therapy and being like, I just don't feel like I'm doing enough ever. And but, uh, you know, then then sitting down and having a rational conversation and saying, OK, well, like, where are you not doing enough? Like, are your clients complaining? Are your friends saying that right. you're not around? Like when you go down like the rational bullet point list of the feeling versus what's actually happening, then it's a much easier to take yourself out of it. So that was the first step that I had was that I kept feeling like moving from agency world to I work for myself. I was like, I'm not doing enough. But it was mm-hmm. really that I was moving from inefficiency and someone else's workflow and someone yes. else's plan to yes. my own plan. And I just need to support myself and I can have two clients and be fine, or I can do these projects and it's okay. And to not have 10 clients like breathing down my back, right. it was just so such a huge, huge shift for me. So that was like the first thing was saying, okay, taking the feeling that I'm having and finding like the rationalization, like, are people actually complaining? Is the work actually bad? Like, no, like, none of those things actually exist. It's just the feeling that I'm having. So that was my first one, for sure. The switch between corporate norms, corporate societal norms, and the efficiency there to you can actually work, you know, 
six hours and get the same amount done and Mm -hmm. you can still give yourself a pat on the back and that's that's great for me it's really setting the expectation it sounds so bad but setting the expectation low Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I'm already gonna have high standards for myself and I think like that's what Mm -hmm. I want to preface this with is like we are all people pleasers like (laughs) all of us females like we already lean into this like natural caregiver like people pleasing Mm-hmm. mentality. Mm-hmm. So setting that expectation lower for me doesn't mean my expectations are low. It just means it's not outrageously high. And sure. when it's a bit lower, actually reaching that day in and day out is such a wild mind frame jumble for me because I'm like, oh, I feel really productive today. And all I did was do my laundry and... <laughs> tackle my email inbox that's an exaggeration again but you get my point yeah for sure I mean that's that's definitely a big one and in how to better set expectations for yourself but also like the people around you because when you are when you start to have a team and you start to have other people that you rely on it can be really daunting to feel like oh they don't feel the same way about this that I do or they don't respond mm. the same way or they don't blah 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 and then you're just adding more to your plate so like letting go mm-hmm. like if you have a manager if you have a VA or somebody else going between like this is how I would do it but if you do it at least 80% of the way how I would do it then it's still good like that's fine you know like no one is going to do it identical to you so if you do have help making that shift to like it doesn't need to be the exact way that I do it if it gets done and no one's complaining that is fine like that is fine no it's fine Mm -hmm. like you can let go of it being like 100% the way that you would do it and bringing that into Instagram Mm -hmm. that comes down to the number of times you're posting per week too Mm -hmm. you don't you don't need to be posting multiple times a day you don't need to be posting even five times a week like why is three bad why does that make you feel bad you know three reels Mm -hmm. that's actually a lot (laughs) that's actually a lot of content every week yeah so can we lean into three good reels Mm -hmm. three good reels let's bring back the inspiration and do it well and Mm -hmm. maybe hop on your story three times a week too Mm -hmm. yeah I think when you hit that area of burnout especially for like a full-time creator a lot of times it's because you're you have been pushing for growth for so long and which Mm -hmm. means that you've been like really trying something new you've been you know putting in a lot of effort in reels and maybe that's new for you you've been trying to post consistently five times a day you've been you know you're onboarding new partnerships maybe like there's a lot happening and you haven't really taken a minute to like scale back from that because that's not Mm -hmm. an attainable strategy all the time it is Mm -hmm. you know just like we talked about there's always seasons for your account just like you have personal seasons of like times that you grow and times that you need to rest. And it's the same for any other account, you know, if you try and say like, and you'll see this all the time with people who do those challenges that are like, I posted five times a day for 30 days, whatever. At the end, 
almost all I know, right? At the end, almost all the people are like, this is not attainable. Like, this is not, you can't have children. You can't have a secondary job. You cannot like, the, I mean, you really have to be so intense during that 30 days. And that goes across the board, whether that's 30 days or three months that you've been posting one time a day for three months. Like, at some point you need to say, okay, this season is over now. I've learned what I've needed to learn. I'm going to pull back. And for the next three months, I'm only going to post three times a week. And that is fine. What else can, do you think that people can do when it comes to being on the app itself to help them take a break or reset? Like, I think you talked about um, niche a little bit. And kind of like loosening up on the niche for a little while and seeing Ooh. how that sparks creativity. Can you talk more about that? Yes, uh, because I think this is I, I think this is a huge one. And so many people that are burn burnt out are burnt out of their niche or they're burnt mm-hmm. out of like content ideas. Like it feels old. Yeah. They're doing the same old. Maybe it is working. Maybe it's like maybe engagement has dropped a little bit and it has for everyone. Yada, mm-hmm. yada, but you're bored. Above all, you're bored. Mm-hmm. And I think when that happens, it's really time to find inspiration outside of your niche. Mm. Lifestyle girls, that might not be a niche. That person might not be able to grow on Instagram <laughs> right here and now, but, mm-hmm. but head to those girlies. And see what they're doing and see how you can take some of that stuff and bring it into your world. Because we want to see the get ready with me. We want to see the morning routine. It might look completely different based on your niche, but we forget all of the easy things because we're so wrapped up in Mm -hmm. everything that we're doing on the day to day. Yeah, I love that idea. I was talking to a um, bookstagram girl the Mm -hmm. other day and she's someone that like, you know, will read 10 books a month and like just kind of outrageous numbers. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, I just like don't know what to post. Like, I feel like people get really overwhelmed when I recommend five books at the same time. And I was like, um, where do you get your books? Where, Mm -hmm. like, that's a lot. Where do you, do you kindle them? Do you like do Mm -hmm. something on a certain site? And she's like, oh, I've never talked about that. Like I get asked that all the time. I was like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think there are a lot of the creative ways to like retackle things, but it does take stepping outside of yourself. So I would say if this sounds like something that you want to do as a listener, there's a few directions that you can go. Like one is as Harley said, like start being more of an observer and less of a poster. So go to other accounts and see what other people are doing. And they should not be like people that you feel are direct competition to you. I I want like like 10 new follows. First step, 10 (laughs) new follows of people that you like are so into. Yeah, just people that you like for likes sake and see how that might trigger you to be inspired to create a new series of content. Who's I think someone that's inspired you recently. Uh, I like, 
this uh, girl who is on TikTok, or excuse me, woman who's on TikTok, um, and she is an, a business investor. Um, and I think that her like long format breakout is so so good and it does inspire me but at the same time right now I'm like too overwhelmed to like do the research and like really I like I know everything that she's talking about and I'm like this is great I want to have a conversation with you but I'm like <laughs> not quite at the inspired point where I want to do it myself yet <laughs> but I can't that that's your inspiration and I'm over here about to recommend join underscore jewels who's a cocktail recipe person cute <laughs> I love that <laughs> okay I am loving her because Mm -hmm. how did I find her a friend was like I went to high school with this girl she has you know x number of followers I don't understand and I was like oh my god I love her she's my new obsession cute (laughs) I love that but seeing that kind of thing even though I'm never gonna post a cocktail recipe what can I take from her format what can I Mm -hmm. take from you know the things that she's doing well that really catch people and hook them Maybe it's her editing. Yeah. Maybe it's her editing style. Maybe it's, you know, the length of the reel. Maybe, you know, there's so many different options there of things that you could take away. So I definitely think that's one step that you can do. Another one is, of course, to like sit with another content creator or a coach or somebody else like Harley or myself or, you know, someone who's in one of the groups that you're in and just like have a conversation. (laughs) I think that like not enough people chit chat about like what's going on in their life. Like while the, while the apps can be like very community oriented where you like are meeting a lot of people, you're saying a lot of things, a lot of that is surface level. So if you really need help or you're really struggling, having an actual conversation with someone. Have a coffee date. Yeah. Just like. I love this idea. Talk through what's going on and the other person can probably offer you some ideas, some insights, some, oh, you know, at at the very least, like if you can both commiserate like this, like I hate it here. This sucks. Like. Sympathize. Yeah. So I was actually, I was having a conversation with. Kristen, who mm-hmm. we interviewed a couple episodes back, and yep. um, she was like, what can we do together? Like, let's collaborate. Like, let's set up a meeting. And that meeting ended up getting canceled because she messaged me and she was like, we're too close to the wedding. I can't handle this. And I was like, girlfriend, been there. Don't even worry. <laughs> we'll reschedule it. Uh-huh. And she was like, okay, well, I want to have time to like bring some actual ideas to the table, yada, yada. And I was like, but can can we just be BFFs? Like... <laughs> Can we just like chat? Like this doesn't have to Can be. Can we just bit- chat? Yeah. Sometimes just chatting is the way to go. Yeah. I think that's underrated. I think making friends off the app and like mm-hmm. actually getting someone on a Zoom date, a FaceTime date, something like that. Like yep. have your mutual coffee from across the United States or across mm-hmm. whatever the planet mm-hmm. and chit chat. Yeah. Agreed. I think it's a great way to spark more inspiration because no one, sometimes I say like you're, you have like the horse with blinders effect, you know, you're only looking at your own situation all the time and having somebody from the outside look at your situation, it can just like loosen up so many things and get things really flowing for you. So whether you have the budget to pay somebody to help you for Mm -hmm. 30 minutes or an hour for like a conversation or you're in some sort of group where there is support and you can break off with someone like one-on-one and have that sort of discussion, I would say do it. I think the last important piece here is giving yourself the go-ahead to step away. 
mm-hmm. take a break, Agreed. not show up for a week, for two weeks, for three weeks. Like that sounds like a cardinal sin of Instagram mm-hmm. or of TikTok or of every social media and no one will notice. <laughs> no, I know. I hate to say this, but in the grand scheme of things, like most likely you're insignificant. <laughs> I hate to say yeah. it, but there's so many creators, there's so many people, other people are following, like, if you have a really big fan base and people DM you every day, like, they might notice, but no one's going to be upset, and that's different. Like, they right? might think it's just the algorithm that's not showing True. you True. your stuff, too. Yeah. I, I hear I hear all the time, people are like, but your people will miss you, and it's like, no, no. take a break. They won't. <laughs> And also, if they do, so that's like a, that's a little scary. Like that, I think that they have yeah. like other things in their lives going on. Like when you come back, it's actually probably that they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, yay!" Like here you are. Not not when yeah. you're away that they're actively thinking, "Where are you?" Yeah, actively crying about mm-hmm. your lack of posting. Just yeah. it's just not going to happen. Yeah, and you don't have to make an announcement. You don't have to do like no, any no. of those things. Don't just say like, I'm back. No, or don't Don't say like, I'm going to be gone for a while. I'm going to be gone for a while. Like, just leave. It's okay. Okay, so takeaways here. Takeaways. Um, I think my biggest takeaways is are that like, when you hit this burnout thing, the first place to look is your own mindset around what you're doing. I think that using both like therapy and coaching, that mindset has always been the biggest thing for me as to like, why am I thinking I'm failing? Why am I thinking I'm not busy enough? Why am I trying to force this? And better understanding that is really the key to getting out of it for me as a first step. Everything else that we mentioned is also amazing, but I have, I've always said that those are the biggest shifts that I've seen with my personal behavior around this type of feeling. Um, So that's what I would really recommend for everybody else. Yep. Yes, I think that's huge is stepping stepping outside of your jumbled up brain today mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. really breaking down, okay, what can you do? What can you do less of? How can you join the do less club? Um, <laughs> this is one of the key takeaways and actually why I love my course group so much on all of our live sessions is because we can compare what we're seeing within our content because we really don't we look at our own content so much and we're like this is so low the engagement is so low why am I even putting this out why am I wasting my time because no one's seeing it falling on deaf ears getting crickets etc but in reality everyone is seeing that it is not like out of this world to have an account with you know 150k getting 2000 story views. That's not out of this world. It's not out of this world for a account with 70k followers to have 3000 views on a reel. That's Mm -hmm. not out of this world anymore. So I think the other thing here is to start looking at what's around you and building those connections so that you can sympathize and you can have that real connection with people where it's not surface level and you can talk about the down and dirty of, hey, this is this is what's happening and here's how we can move forward with a little bit of an inspired touch. Yep, I think that's really great. Take your online community into the real world. 
find the support that you need out there, people. And if anything else, you can always talk to Harley or myself directly. (laughs) Great wrap up. (laughs) um, (laughs) In the DMs um, on IG and or email or however you might need to contact us. We're here to chat it out and help you out. So until next time. We are brought to you by Upstarter Podcast Network, a podcast production company that manages all aspects of your podcast completely virtually. They can help anyone, anywhere turn their passion into a podcast. If you're interested in learning more, check out upstarterpods.com or upstarterpods on Instagram.